Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere, hang on, hang on, hang on. Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Doom Patrol number 102, cover date March 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Bob Brown, edited by Murray Boltonoff, featuring Aid Against Eternity, writer Arnold Drake, art by Bruno Premiani. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go-go! After saving the lives of the Challengers of the Unknown by aiding them in an inconclusive battle against their archenemies, the League of Challenger-Haters, the Doom Patrol again teams up with the famed quartet in sleeveless jumpsuits when the Challenger-Haters return with a new scheme. The villains revive the army of an ancient Atlantean civilization and unleash it against the modern world. The Chief recruits Mento and Beast Boy to help out, and the whole gang battles Multi-Man and his followers in their base on the ocean floor. Grab a drink, everybody. You're going to need it. We'll be right back. Public Service Announcement Theater presents The Flushing Remonstrance. Freedom of religion, guaranteed by our Bill of Rights, was bravely defended 300 years ago by American colonists. In 1656, when New York was a Dutch colony under Governor Peter Stuyvesant, a law was passed against the Quakers. The town folk of Flushing, Long Island, wrote a remonstrance to the governor, a protest against the law. The governor will be angry at those who sign. We must all sign. We must speak out against religious intolerance. Some prominent signers were imprisoned and soldiers were sent to enforce the law. The Quakers held secret meetings in the woods until John Bound defiantly opened his home to them. But Bound's bold protest was severely punished. The governor is sending John Bound back to Holland to stand trial. He refused to pay a fine or to abstain from befriending Quakers. He says the law is unfair. Months later in Holland... Gentlemen, this charter for the town of Flushing grants the right of liberty of conscience. The law infringes on this right. This is why the Flushing Remonstrance was written. He is in the right. We must acquit him. Two years from the time of his arrest, John Bowne returned to Flushing a free man. And in 1667... Have you heard about the new law? Yeah! After years of struggle, religious freedom is the law for our entire colony. Thanks to bravery among our people... Like these men and women of courage, we in America today must stand ready to protect freedom of religion for all as part of our great heritage. Presented as a public service in cooperation with the National Social Welfare Assembly, Coordinating Organization for National Health, Welfare, and Recreation Agencies of the USA. Doom Patrol, Doom Patrol, does whatever a Doom Patrol does. Robot man, Girl, negative man, and the Chief, and the Challengers of the Unknown, and Mento, and Beast Boy, 
Look out! Here comes Doom Patrol. Wap, wap, wap! It is an all-star cast. Wap, wap, wap! I'll say. Um, what? Hi, everyone! We're back! Hello! Guess what? What? We moved. We sure did. And we have a brand new studio. We do, don't we? It's kind of loud in here. Sorry about that. It is. Sorry. So forgive the levels. It might be... um, Takes some getting used to. We're in a new setup and the, the, the ceiling's pitched. And Yes, we're in the bonus room above the garage in our country estate. We're calling it our media room. How are we now? Well, I don't know what we're calling it because this is where we do our podcast. Mm-hmm. It's where our desk is. Yep. And, there's and a it's lo- where the dogs come to lick themselves and <laughs> patter across the tile floor with their long claws. Well, that's, that's unfortunately because we're moving this week. We haven't taken the time to... Sappy's nails need to be trimmed desperately. Yes. Yes. So if you hear a little click, click, click scratch across the floor, it's Sappy pacing about. And if you hear this kind of sound, <laughs> that's <laughs> Captain Butler licking himself. <laughs> Which he hasn't been doing until we just started recording. So the very moment we started recording. So we're, we're in our room, and uh, and we're going to have your superhero shelves. Uh, we'll put those up. Within yes, the next couple of weeks. I'm allowed to put up my action figures and things. Yes, now. and I have a little meditation space, which we're trying to quite we're trying to figure out exactly where it's going to be. You know, like yoga and meditation in here too, because because um, it's just a, an oddly shaped room, but it's a great room. It's basically just a room, but it has a pitched pitched gable. It's essentially Greg Brady's attic on the Brady. Yeah, yeah, except it's, it actually has air conditioning and a ceiling fan and stuff. So right, really happy. Okay, so. Here we are. I was. I have been so excited about getting to Doom Patrol. You have, and I'll tell everyone why. Because he read the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol in the nineties, which was which is not what this is. No, no, that was fantastic. So all along, I have been expecting that sort of writing, that yep. really uh-huh. cool writing. No, nope. sorry, I was. Uh, this would have been thirty years earlier. So no, uh, this is. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. I won't say that it wasn't interesting. It just wasn't at all what I was expecting. Right. Yeah. Um. So interestingly. Oh, and by the way, we should probably add that. Oh yes, we both have tumblers of vodka, <laughs> and a bowl of Utz party mix. Utz is the best Utz party is the mix. The best. Brought to you by Utz. It's all. It's practically an empty bowl of Utz. My idea to get sponsored by Ice Cube's gum didn't work out. So maybe we could work on Uts. They're local. Yeah. Yeah. But they're the best. They are. I yeah. lost my train of thought. Um, you were about to dive in, but I wanted to tell. Because oh. people had said, hey, we'd like to hear you do a podcast while drinking cocktails. Well. Done. We're done. <laughs> Interestingly, mm-hmm. before the show... You were writing down a list of all the characters that appear in this comic. Yes. And you asked me, who's Professor X? I did, didn't I? You did. There's a little bit of story behind that. Oh, I thought you didn't know the story. That's why I was so surprised. Mm, No, you and I have talked about this because right before we moved, we started talking about this and we... we, Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. There's been a lot that's happened. In case you're not in the loop, listeners, the Doom Patrol is a collection of... The world's strangest heroes, as they call themselves, outcasts and weirdos who have unusual appearances. And they are led by a man in a wheelchair who's super smart and kind of a dick. Yeah. And the Doom Patrol premiered six months, almost to the day, before Marvel Comics' X-Men, who are also outcasts and weirdos, 
led by a man in a wheelchair who's kind of a dick. Were they all working in the same building? No, but they were all working in New York City. Yeah. And I'm sure they all ran in the same circles. There's never been any proof that it was copied from one another. And in fact, probably it was all happening around the same time. There was just a delay in publication. I, I wish I had uh, thought about this in advance. There was a movie that premiered this weekend. Um, I, I get uh, emails from the Alamo Theater, mm-hmm. Alamo Draft House Theater, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And there's a new movie that premiered this weekend. It was basically like there's been a blight and it's killed all the young people except for a certain number of people, but they've been changed to get superpowers. And I was like, oh, I've seen this. This is the X. This is the X Men movie. Right. You know, this is this is the X Men <gasps> comics. You know. I wish I'm kind of tired of that trope. Okay. You know? I mean, well, I, I like the X Men. I like the X Men. A lot. And I, Who and I, doesn't? Yeah, it's great. I just, that trope is a little, you know, hackneyed. Speaking tangentially of the X-Men. Yes? Did you hear the news? Uh, no, because I'm not excited, and so I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, CBS All Access, which is CBS's new streaming service, which has Star Trek Discovery. Yes? Is premiering a new Star Trek show. Uh-huh. Next year. Mm-hmm. Starring Patrick Stewart as Jean-Luc Picard. In old age, I guess. He's giving me a blank stare. I love Patrick Stewart. Why don't you marry him if you love him so much? Because I'm married to you. Thanks, that's and sweet. You're just as great as Patrick Stewart. Thanks, that's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. Not the sweetest. Yeah, essentially. Okay. Um, so, uh, we might have to sign up for that streaming service. No, not another. We're saving money because... Our cable company is paying for Netflix now. Everything we saved, we spent on two different refrigerators. Oh, <laughs> listen to this. Are we going to go into that? Sure, why not? Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Yesterday was the greatest day of our lives because greatest. we walked into Home Depot with the express purpose of purchasing a new refrigerator. And let me say that I did go in there with all the measurements written down in a booklet that I had on yeah. a whole list. We both had lists of things that we had to get for a new house. I'll vouch for that. Mm-hmm. We walked in, of course, we go first to the clearance aisle of refrigerators. We're standing there, mm-hmm. and a lady walks up to us. Out From of the out of the blue. blue. Customer, not a worker. Mm-hmm. She says, you guys need to go right up this aisle and look for the yellow tag. On the refrigerator, because... So we walked up there. I called my husband, and he said, we don't have room for it, and we can't have it, and I am... You've just got to do it. So, so we walk up there. There's an LG refrigerator. Of course, that's the best brand. Original price, $3,300. Mm-hmm. Marked down Yellow to tag price, $880. $880. Sold. We bought it. We're like, Sight unseen. Not, not only does this thing, like, it's beautiful, and it's French door, so it you know, opens two doors on the top, and has the, so yep, 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 the, yep. the drawer on the bottom. Party tray in the middle. Party tray in the middle. Um... It has an ice maker in the door up at the top and an ice maker down below. Double Two ice makers. Ice makers. So, and I'm I'm measuring it. I'm double checking against yep. my measurements. Everything's fine. I'm like really Perfect. excited. So we purchased it, and we actually we're gonna have it set up to deliver on yep. Monday. Great, right? So today is Sunday, and we are clearing out the space. I had to remove an over the refrigerator short cabinet to make space for this refrigerator. And I'm sitting there, and I, and I had to patch holes and paint the wall and everything. And I'm looking at it, and I'm going, just to make sure, let me just measure this one more time. And, and what do you know? There is just enough space for the new refrigerator 
sorry, refrigerator. But if we ever want to open the doors, right, to get anything inside, you can't do it. Or if you don't want the refrigerator to sit up on the uh, on the molding molding on the floor, uh-huh. then that would not work. So. I mean, it's like it's thirty five and three quarter inches wide, and that is exactly the space. If it sits on top of the molding, and if we don't want to have any space for opening the doors whatsoever, yeah. What a heartbreak. Oh, I was upset. Not because I was attached to the refrigerator. I was really excited about saving money. But also um, because it was such a great find, you know, and because we'd gone through so much trouble. And I had just removed this cabinet and patched the holes and painted the walls and everything. <sighs> you can't yeah. win for losing. Well, it, it's just life. Sometimes this happens, right? It's like trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. It's like Just rain. like the Doom Patrol. It's like rain on your wedding day. Mm-hmm. It's a free ride mm-hmm. when you just when you already paid. Mm-hmm. It's a it's good advice that you, mm-hmm. you just didn't take. None of which is irony, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Doom Patrol number one hundred two. I'm sorry to tell you that this is the second part of a story, which began in Challengers of the Unknown, but. That issue of Challengers of the Unknown did not have a checkerboard, so we can't talk about it. Nope. We have to jump right in. Didn't happen. Never happened. Nope. Eight against Eternity, only if you count Mento and Beast Boy, it's ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, to nine, ten. Yep. The Doom Patrol, as we discussed, consists of the Chief, who is a genius in a wheelchair, Yes. Robot Man, who robot, is robot, robot man. a robot He's a with robot. a human brain. Mm-hmm. Elastigirl, who can expand or contract any part of her body. That's great. We've never seen that anywhere else. And Negative Man, who has a being composed of negative energy living inside his radioactive body, which can escape for 60 seconds at a time and do things. You know, I think I have the same condition. Really? No, that's gas. (laughs) Um, Negative man has to wear bandages around his whole body all the time. Otherwise, he will infect the population with radioactivity. That's silly. This must be awesome bandages. Well, they are specially treated bandages. Um, The splash page opens with the Doom Patrol and the Challengers of the Unknown. And oh, did we talk about the challengers of the unknown? No, we haven't. So they, they so the, the challengers of the unknown include Ace. Ace, or I'm going to try to do this right. Okay, yeah. Ace. I can't remember his last name, but Ace is a pilot, yes. jet pilot. Prof. Prof Haley, who is an oceanographer. Rocky Ryan, no, Rocky Davis. Rocky Davis, who's a prize fighter, and Red Ryan, who's a circus daredevil. So I have never heard of the Challengers of the Unknown before this. Had you? Oh, sure. I love the Challengers oh, you, of the Unknown. You do? Okay. Yes. Uh, four men, mm-hmm. and sometimes a girl. Mm-hmm. They were all uh, noted men in their particular fields, and they were all being flown on a plane to appear on a television program. Like together. Good Morning America or something? Uh, something like, yeah, like Real People or something like that. <laughs> God, Real People? Yes. Oh, um, so they're flying in the plane, and the plane crashed, and they all lived, and their watches all stopped at exactly the same time. 
And so they all came to the conclusion that they were living on borrowed time, and they decided to become professional adventurers. That sounds like a great idea. I mean, I would love to be a professional adventurer if I could get paid to do it, right? Uh Plus I'd have to, like, I'd actually have to have some sort of gifts uh, in either physical attributes or or intelligence. As you've declared many times, you're a musician. That's a gift. Okay. Um, And they have terrific sleepless... (laughs) This doesn't allow me to be an adventurer, though. No. They have terrific sleeveless jumpsuits. They sure do. In yellow and red. Yes. That was not their original outfits. They had purple jumpsuits before with sleeves. Oh. But we're in the 60s now, so everything's hip and modern. Yeah. Let's go, go. Yeah, they look like they're they're all dressed to go. Of course, um, they're in Tomorrowland. They all look like they're dressed to work in Tomorrowland. Right, right, right. Um, no, not the Tomorrowland of today. The Tomorrowland of, of yesterday's, yesterday's tomorrow. Yesterday. Yeah. I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> so we will see more of the Challengers because they have their own comic at this time. All right. And we'll come up to them in a couple of weeks. So we're on the splash page. Yeah, the splash page, there's a, a whale with two faces because it's actually a multi-man in disguise. I couldn't quite get past that. It's no. creepy. Yeah. And the... He looks like Sinestro. He does. Mm-hmm. Challengers and Doom Patrol are being sucked into the maw of the whale. And they're all cracking jokes as they're being sucked in. Yeah, one of them says, I don't mind dying. It's those bad jokes I can't stand. By the way, have you seen the latest? What? On Twitter today. Uh, I doubt it, since I don't twat. I don't Twitter. Bunch of idiots now have t-shirts made up. Oh, wait, Q? I am Q. No, worse. What? I'd rather be Russian than be a Democrat. Oh, my God. Sure, that can be arranged. Anyway, we're not political here on this program. We are nonpartisan, if that part is, is democratic. <laughs> um, so, the chief, as we turn the page... Yes. Spinning around and around and around on his wheelchair. Well, he gets about, doesn't he? I'll say. He's a whirlwind. Look at those speed lines. Yeah. There's an emergency from emergency message from the Challengers of the Unknown, and they'll be here in an hour, and he can't find anybody. He sure can't. Well, let's find out where they are. Well. <laughs> Robot Man <laughs> is at the Mercy Hospital Charity Carnival. Doing feats for hoisting the children. An, hoisting a child in an, an iron, iron lung. lung. <laughs> Boy, I remember when I was in an iron lung. <laughs> There's nothing I wouldn't have liked more than being trapped inside a metal tube and then being flung into the air by a robot. With a human brain. Mm-hmm. For sure. Sounds like fun. And he said, I bet you thought you'd never get the crate off the ground, Hank. Guys, look! I got a floating iron lung. Whee! Yeah, that's, that's just exactly what one says. That's horrible. Yeah. You know what's even more horrible? Him baking a pancake on his dirty, filthy <laughs> robot hand? <laughs> yes, that he just picked up the iron lung with. He's pouring pancake batter on his outstretched robot hand and making pancakes. Yep. A sloppy old hand pancake. Here you go, Susie. Hope you like filth. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do next, Bob? He's bending up some crutches that a child doesn't he takes anymore. He takes the crutches from the child 
who doesn't need them anymore. Right. Instead of just like saying, okay, well, maybe perhaps another child might Right. Have... We could donate these crutches. We no, could do- we're we could bend them up. Let's repurpose them. No. Let's just bend them up and make an airplane out of them. Melting them down with Whee! his hands. Buy crutches. Turns them into a model airplane. And throws them away. <laughs> <laughs> now he's being admonished by the nurse because he's pretending he's curmudgeonly and hates children. Uh, but the nurse sees right through him. She sure does. Robot man, you're a fake. Speaking of fakes. Yes? This dog, Captain (laughs) Butler. (laughs) Now, come on. Every night, we have to take the dog outside to pee before we go to bed. We have to take the dogs. Dogs. But one dog does her business and gets right over. Right away. Quick as you please. Captain Butler went outside last night with me. Knew that he had to pee before I had let him come back inside. Because that's what we do every night. So he lifted his leg and fake peed. He didn't pee at all. Right in front of me. Just Did lifted he look at his you? Leg. He looked at me, lifted his leg, nothing came out. <laughs> I tried to come back in the house. What is he, 45? <laughs> well, I didn't fall for it. No, you didn't. Him stand there and pee. To, you made turned him, pee him right back, back around. Out. I made him go back out there, didn't you? Oh, he's the best. Anyway, the chief gets in touch with Robot Man. Get back to base immediately. Then we flash over to the estate of Steve Dayton, fifth richest snob in the world. Oh, God. Well, I know all about estates because I live in one now. <laughs> God, it doesn't feel like it. Steve Dayton <laughs> is standing around the pool with all his rich friends. They're all wearing bathing suits. Except for As him. is Steve Dayton. Well, plus a metal pot on his head. Wait, what's... I don't, I don't know this character, so is that okay, what he... Okay, so, yes, this is Mento. Mento. He wears this helmet, which amplifies his mental powers in and, some and, way. And a mask, although everyone sitting around the pool knows exactly who he is. Right, right. Well, I think that's just part of his helmet. Okay. I, I don't it's know. a whole thing. Like, the face shield of my motorcycle helmet, mm-hmm. it's just all one thing. Right. Yeah, okay. But they see you coming, they know it's you. Yeah, they do. Well, that's... That's how it works. <laughs> Um, so, Rita Farr, former actress and current <laughs> member of the Doom Patrol, as Elastigirl, is up on the diving board. She takes a dive, She's and... Not, that's a nice uh, first position there. <laughs> and she then Mento blasts her with mental energy. So she's like, up in the air. Yep. Yep. Uh... Mento has trapped her in a telekinetic force field until she agrees to marry him. That's not creepy. No, not at it's all. Fine. Just hold someone down or up in the air until they agree to marry you. Yep. And well, then what do you do? Then. Wait, 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 wait. First inconsistency in this comic. Uh, uh, yeah. Top panel. I know exactly left where hand. you're going with this. She she uses her elastic hand to reach down and slap her across the face, yep. which all of a sudden now has a what? A white glove. A white glove. Well, that's maybe that's stock art because that's a pretty uh, common pose with her as her hand growing giant out of the rest of her body. Stock art? What do you mean stock like art? Like they had the pre-existing art and they just drew it like, or they were on remote control. Like I'm drawing her hand giant and her giant hand always has a glove on it. So oh. slap. Okay. Um, I think that's a pretty weak excuse, but I do like the ha ha ha's. Yeah, the his rich friends all mm-hmm. laughing at him. They've all stood up. They're in the bottom of the game. Bottom right hand part of the yep. panel. Uh, just then, Robot Man arrives to find Elastigirl, and he and Mento get into a quarrel. That's right. Can we say this now? 
everyone in this comic is an asshole, and they all fight with everyone else. It's, it's worse than Metal Man. It's worse than Metal Man. Because Honestly, these are not robots, except for Robot Man, but it has a human brain. I got to the end of this, didn't I? And I just rolled my eyes and I said, yeah. what? What? There is not one character in this entire comic that I like. Right. Yeah. They're all jerks. Yeah. Except maybe these rich friends of Steve Dayton. Because they're just being themselves. Right. Um, a timely go- a joke here. So long, Goldfinger. Because <laughs> it would have been time with Goldfinger. Came out in the movie. Nice. Um, now, movie where's Negative Man? Negative Man, he is flying a jet. Yeah, because he was a test pilot before he had his tragic accident, which turned him into a radioactive nightmare creature. What? Hal <coughs> Jordan. Yeah, Hal Jordan, or also um, Ace in the Challengers of the Unknown. Yeah, okay. pilot. Um, but Hal Jordan remained virile and handsome. He didn't turn into a radioactive creature, monster, creature monster thing that has you to be wrapped see through in his bandages. Skin, wrapped bandages all the time. Right. We get a rare shot here of Negative Man without his bandages on. He looks like uh, what's that? Holiday in South America? Day of the Dead? Yeah. Dia de Muertos? <laughs> Dia de los Muertos. That's what he looks like. Yeah, he does. A Dia dos Muertos. <laughs> Dia de los Muertos. Dia de los, los Muertos. Muertos. <laughs> muertos. Dia. Do I Dia. got it? Do I have it? Dia. 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 <laughs> you should see it. Dia. Dia. <laughs> They, <laughs> los, of, <laughs> muertos, muertos. Um. Anyway, he's flying it's because too bad. He's, we're on. We're on. <laughs> you can't see your face. We could film this. We could make it a video podcast. Oh God. Okay, go ahead. Um. Oh, it's funny. So he's decided to take this jet. I don't know where he got the jet, but he's going to shadow a missile launch. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's allowed, even if you didn't steal the jet. They don't mind, I guess. Apparently not. Um, Except that he says, he, the, what he says here is, they're shooting off another space missile here today, so I thought I'd have uh, fun playing tag with it. Yeah. So there she goes. Whee! So that would, would would say that actually this isn't some sort of approved sanctioned mm-hmm. activity where he's going to sort of make sure that everything goes correctly as, right. as scheduled. No, he's just going to, hey, I have a jet. I think I'll fly into restricted airspace and tag along with this missile. Sure, yeah. that checks out. Mm-hmm. Um, that scans. The uh, missile takes off and uh, immediately has trouble, but the stabilizers aren't working. Missile is wobbling. Um, they try to self-destruct it and it doesn't work. So here comes Negative Man shooting out of Larry's body. Which is weird because then Larry's body just collapses yeah right that's how it works yeah so what if larry is doing something important like uh flying an airplane oh he does put on automatic pilot pilot. i see okay but what if he's driving a car well or making breakfast what if he's making blueberry pancakes well he controls when negative man leaves his body so he could sit down or do something all right you're right sorry anyway robot is my first introduction right right right. well robot man would be in charge of the pancakes anyway so he baked them on his filthy hand. Obviously. So Negative Man flies out, uh, tries to stop the missile. He is repelled. Yeah. 
He then tries to stretch his electric body around the missile and stop it, but he's too small. So he absorbs energy from an approaching thunderstorm and grows giant and stops the missile. Isn't that important? I guess it is. I guess Negative Man can have any power that he wants to have at any time that he needs it. That's my, you know, that, that whole sequence was really quite colorful. Very pretty. Very colorful. I liked it a lot. It, I li- you know what? I liked this sequence. I'm glad. Because the next because page the next is page when they all start horrible. arguing. This is where, like, I looked up at you and said something to you the first time I read this. Who are these challengers of the unknown and why are they all assholes? Right. Well, so the challengers have come seeking help from the Doom Patrol. As one does. Which they apparently have already had help in the previous issue. Mm-hmm. See, um, Challengers of the Unknown, number 48. And they immediately start bitching at each other. Yes, and challenging each other. Yeah. Just, I mean, just like right away, boom, boom, boom. Beer, like, thanks for coming. You're late. We've been here an hour, but thanks. Yeah. Uh, they're all insulting poor Rocky, the prize fighter. Who's his face looks like it's been hit a few times. Yes. Yeah. But he's, you know. We call that a Roman nose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's obviously intelligent enough to have become a challenger of the unknown. Yes. But they're all insulting his intelligence from day one. Well, when you compare him to Prof. Right. But Or Ace. Look, it's Robot Man that's insulting his intelligence. Robot Man was a NASCAR driver. That's how he had an accident that turned into a robot man. Oh. Maybe, now, this, maybe they're kindred spirits in some way. Maybe Robot Man is, is, is really secretly jealous because Rocky actually has a body still. Well, sure. That could be. Anyway, I'm saying Robot Man's no Einstein. Is Professor X the what? chief? <laughs> I know that is the name. Is the chief, um, does he have a blanket over his his yeah. Mm-hmm. Place? Okay. Because, you know, crippled people always keep blankets over their laps. Because their feet are so cold. Except in the case of Lori Lamaris, Superman's college girlfriend, who was a mermaid, so she kept a blanket to hide her mermaid tail. We'll get to that later. He's giving me a look at wide-eyed. He had a college girlfriend? Yes. Was a mermaid? Yes. Didn't we discuss that earlier? I don't know. Well, we'll get work friend Chuck back in here. He can tell you all about Lori oh, Lamaris. Oh, that'd be cool. Why you two tins? Where are you? Where are you? You tin skin two ton tub of. That's a great alliterative tin insult. Tin skin two ton tub. Tin skin two tub. Two ton I tub. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I, I, I if I could if I knew what you, ah there you are. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Why I'm you a robot t- body with a human brain, but you're a human body with no brains. <laughs> robot man, cut it out. Prof's got an important report for all of us. <laughs> Who's that, Ace? Yeah. Okay. The only people who are mildly polite to each other are Prof Haley and the Chief. Of course, they're both learned men. Yes, the intellects in the room have to show the others how it's done. Um, so, there's a lot of talk here about Multiman. Multiman's an enemy of the Challengers of the Unknown. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he uh, can change powers i think he's a little like immortal man he dies and then he comes back with new powers yeah and he's in a group called challenger haters <laughs> that's very specific i'll say mm-hmm. um that reminds me of another group that was 
the the anti-Superman group from the Lois Lane comic book. Uh, Skull. Skull. Secret. Secret. Uh, I don't remember what it stood for. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, about I mean, it, it, it's its acronym was basically "Let's Kill Superman." Yes. Yes. As opposed to Ogre, the organization for general revenge and enslavement, <laughs> yes. who are very broad-based look evil at, organization. Look at us making references to well, previous comics. I made a spreadsheet. You did not. I sure did. And? And it's got all the villains, heroes, everyone that's ever appeared oh in our episodes. God. Yep. If I ever do a Patreon, that'll be a bonus for Patreon members that you can get a copy of the spreadsheet. What's a Patreon? It's when you go and you have people send you money for doing a podcast because you're fabulous. Oh, that's a thing. But it is. Oh. But we do this just for the love of doing it. And we don't need money. As one can tell from Now that pace. we live in a country estate. <laughs> you're going to make people think we actually live in an estate. It's called Rocky Marsh Estates. So An unfortunate name, like Sudden Valley from Arrested Development. It is Rocky and there is a marsh, but it's an estate. I haven't I'll seen take the marsh. It. Have you seen the marsh? Yeah, I walked down our backyard today. Oh, is it bad? It's not too bad. It's rocky, so there's places to walk. Um, So, Multi-Man has been tracked to the ocean floor where he is going to resurrect an army of zombies from ancient Atlantis. Yeah, because that that can happen. Yeah. Okay. Where's Aquaman when you need him? Part two. The zombies of Atlantis. So, uh... Multi-Man and the Challenger haters have gone to the bottom of the sea where they find a perfectly preserved chamber of Atlantis with perfectly preserved people. This Multi-Man. Yeah. He's a little person. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's um, tiny. And with a gigantic head. With a giant head. head and just pointy ears. like Professor Hugo, who fought Manhunter from Mars. See how I'm drawing everything together? Yes. Um, you like the Bible. <laughs> Yes, just like the Bible. like the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this, they say that this chamber has been preserved like Pompeii. Uh well, if that were the case, these people would be buried in ash. Right, they're right? not. They're perfectly preserved in their human form. Um, they're just frozen. They're just frozen. I, yeah, I, that I, I don't even know. That doesn't. I mean, that doesn't. That's not how that works. That, that, uh, yeah. Anyway, here's Multi-Man and Craw. Craw! My um, name is Craw. Who is he? Well, he's one of the Challenger haters. Okay. He's a giant robot from a robot world, and he hates the Challengers. Well, there you go. Yeah. Pretty singular purpose, right? Well, you have to hate the Challengers to be part of the Challenger haters. clarity of one's vision. He wakes in the morning, or, or unplugs himself from recharging He it. probably doesn't wake up because he's, yeah, because he's you know, from, from, and, and he just sort of says, what's my purpose today? Hate you the know, Challengers. Hate the Challengers. Dog. I mean, it's not like something general, like, oh, I want to try to be fabulous, you know, or, no. gosh, you know, who will I be today? Right, nope, nope, nope. The, hate, the I hate the Challengers. I'm a robot. Uh... Also on the scene is Multi Woman, who's oh. fresh off tour with the B fifty twos. Apparently, she looks fantastic. She's a giant robot woman with a beehive hairdo, a green cape, and a blue leotard and red shorts and white gloves. She's not very clever, though. Well, she does. She never speaks this whole comic, but she looks great. She looks fantastic. That would not look out of place at a B fifty twos concert. I love the green cape. Mm-hmm. She's very helpful too. She is. 
She's aiming rays, and she's a, she's an attendant, isn't she? Yeah. So they've woken up an ancient... We call that a surgical technician, don't we? Do we? Or surgical assistant, perhaps. I don't know. They've woken up uh, an inhabitant of ancient Atlantis. He's the king. The king, King Zatopa. Mm-hmm. He's confused. Of course. But he agrees to have his army woken up, including the horses, because they all rise up out of the sea. This reminds me of that poem by James Joyce, I Hear an Army, where he talks about the waves being like horses pounding across the land. Wow. See, we're literary here. We deserve a Patreon page. The horses are galloping out of the ocean and defeating... Uh, just an aside. Yes. Uh, somehow my, my iPad has now figured out like how to talk to the network. Mm-hmm. And so I keep, I keep getting text messages from the last t- two weeks. Okay, awesome. As banners across the top of my, of my iPad as we're watching this. It's like a little trip down memory lane, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, yes, it is. I just saw something that reminded me of a conversation we had over a week and a half ago. Okay, great. Yep, yep. okay, go ahead. <laughs> So the Atlantean army is marauding across the earth, burning and pillaging. They're doing a great job. They've they gone are. to China or something, And right? they have some kind of ray gun which just melts tanks and jets and cities. Um, well, here comes the Doom Patrol and the Challengers. Where are they? Are they in China? Well, first they're in China, yes. Some kind of communist army. Oh, God. And then if you he turn the page... He looks self-satisfied, doesn't he, the guy yes. on the phone? I think they're in Japan now with the... Buddhist temple or the Shinto uh, temple. I don't know. Anyway, here comes the Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Now. I love this hydrofoil. Ladies are a standard apology because the men are trying to keep Elastigirl out of the action. Yeah. Thanks for worrying about me, Ace, but I'm not just a girl. I'm a full-time DPer. I should also mention that DP has a very different meaning in circles that some of you might run in. I have no idea what you're talking about. I really? swear to God, I'm sure it's very um, inappropriate to it's mention. It's right very now. inappropriate. Okay, so let's but we not. do have an explicit language warning on the podcast. Just Google DP. You'll <laughs> see what I mean. Oh, not with the kids around. Right, not safe I, for work. But I can, I can absolutely guess what that must be. So. Well, she's a full time DP or so. <laughs> that's why they call her Elastigirl. Girl. Stop. The Doom Patrol of the Challengers of the Unknown are diving under the ocean to find Multi Man. They are. Oh, yeah. there he is, in that bottom panel on page thirteen. Yep, he's in a little kind of submarine. Well, he's thing. a wee thing, isn't he? He is very elfin. He, he looks is. like Jeff Sessions, Attorney General of the USA. <laughs> he does. Okay, um, let's go to the manta ray, shall we? Oh, wait, that's, that's uh, multi man. He changes into a manta ray with a creepy head. Yep. Um, then he changes into a lobster. Rock lobster. Oh, nice. What? That you brought that B-52s reference back. Oh, well you. done. Thank you. I heard some B-52s the other day. I was so happy. I Aren't they so great? Fun. I love... <gasps> would you like to go to a B-52s concert? Sure. So would I. I don't think it's any of the original people anymore, but still. Oh, still. Um, the Why rock... not? They didn't... Re- I mean, that guy didn't sing. I mean, he did a little bit, but... Uh, right. Lots of talking like this. Well, I think they're like 80 years old. Anyway, the lobster's attacking Robotman. Negative man to the rescue. Defeats the lobster. Uh, then Cooks. he turns into an eel. Actually, that's not an eel. 
What is it? That is It's a, a rooster fish, rooster you fish. idiot. And That's I, what Robotman says. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up to see how close the rendering was to mm-hmm. an actual rooster fish. And? Pretty good. Really? Yeah, yeah. Does it have that creepy multi-man yeah, face? Yeah, it's actually pretty creepy. creepy. Oh. How about this? Yeah, you're going to look it up right now? Hey Siri, show me a picture of a rooster fish. You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Here are some images of a rooster fish I found on the web. Oh, but it doesn't have a long snake body like this rooster no, fish does. No, it doesn't. No. Okay. But well, the... this is a rooster fish with long snake body. Yeah. And it's attacking the challengers of the unknown. Well, here comes Elastigirl. Making herself big with a clam. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> ha, I did not. You know, I didn't mean that. I know. So she takes a clam and uses her giant hands to do something. What pull she it open. Oh, and, she could, and, and wrap it around his body. And snap it down on top of the rooster fish. Yeah. Then we're going to come back to this. Multi-Man turns into a school of sardines. Which meaning that he has a single consciousness controlling multiple bodies. Living organisms. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's how that works. Well, Although, at least they've all taken the shape of his face. Yeah, this is a nice touch because the school of fish has formed themselves into the shape of his face. That's, yeah, that's actually a cute Nice touch. I, okay, you think it's cute. I don't. But I don't think much of this artwork in general. No, I don't. But that's a good... I, I'm going to go back to that, that wonderful little sequence of um, Negative, Negative Man, Man. Yep. flying the jet and uh, saving or rescuing that, that aborted missile mm-hmm. mission. Um, I thought that was great. But the rest of this... Oh. Oh. Part three. The King Who Could Not Die. I wonder if work friend Chuck is going to agree with me. Wait, you didn't say who the artist was. Uh, it's Bruno Primiani. I've not heard that name mentioned before. I don't think we've had anything that he's done before. Okay. But this now gets interesting. Really? This, well, yeah. I mean, okay. Beast Boy. He turns himself into a worm yeah. to crawl into a refrigerator, which is, apparently has been locked yes. from him. So, are you familiar with Beast Boy? I'm sorry, no. Okay. Beast Boy, um, I... Mean, I, I was introduced to him in this comic. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I know Beast Boy. I knew him first as Changeling because he was a member of the Noon Teen Titans okay. in the 1980s. Is this ringing a bell? Yes, it is. So, yes, he was uh, re- revived in the 1980s mm-hmm. to become a member of the New Teen Titans as Changeling. But he was previously Beast Boy. Okay. He has green hair and skin. And he can turn himself into the forms of animals. Okay. Now, eventually, in the New Teen Titans era, he would turn himself into just a green animal. But here, in this artwork, he turns to the animal with just a... Green head. Green head of his own human head. Which is creepy. Very creepy. Yeah. Yeah. So, at this point in Beast Boy's history, he... uh, His parents are dead. He lives with a guardian who is very rough on him and keeps the refrigerator locked. Who's this guardian? Uh, I think his name is Gulltree. Okay. Um, so the refrigerator is locked. So Beast Boy has drilled a hole in the fridge, a hidden hole, where he can turn into a caterpillar and crawl inside the refrigerator and eat to his heart's content. So he goes into the refrigerator as a caterpillar and then makes himself his normal size. Yeah. And sits sits inside, inside the, refrigerator. the refrigerator on a yeah. shelf and eats. Yeah. 
He's apparently <coughs> drilled a hole in the bottom of the orange juice container because he's glug glug glugging orange juice from the shelf above. Yes. Um, he's then, gone to great lengths. To he eat. really has. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he could just turn himself into an animal and go out in the woods, catch something to eat. You would think. Anyway, or turn into a bear. Yeah. And go into a convenience store and just scare them all away and eat anything he wants. Right, right, right. Doorbell rings. He answers the door. It's Mento standing at the door. Mento's been sent by the chief to collect Beast Boy. Now, does Mento work with the Doom Patrol? Well, okay. Mento is in love with Rita, Elastigirl. Okay. Eventually. But he's a jerk to her. Yeah, well, they're all jerks. Everyone's a jerk to everyone. Okay. So that's fine. They've all had rough lives. Eventually, Mento and Rita will get married. Okay. And adopt Beast Boy. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. Um, Beast Boy doesn't know when he's answering the door that he's answering the door for his future adoptive father. That's right. This is the first time they've met. Wow. Um, now, Beast Boy has been acquainted with the Doom Patrol already. Yes. So he's excited that the chief has called upon called him. Upon him. Also, I don't think we see it at this in this comic, but Beast Boy's identity as a green-faced child is known to the public. And so when he is in action with the Doom Patrol, he wears a full-head purple mask, but continues to turn into animals with his green head on the front. You're giving me a look like that's ridiculous. It is. I agree. What is this, 1966? Yep. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. So, but we don't see him in costume. We only see him in animal form now. So Mento and Beast Boy head out to the ocean. They land in the ocean. Beast Boy turns into a giant tortoise with creepy, with head, hu- with creepy with human hands and feet and a human head. Yeah. It's fine. I actually like that shot of him turning into a turtle. Right there. Yeah. The Meanwhile, the Doom Patrol and the Challengers have gone off to defeat the Atlantean army, which has attacked the nation of Japorta. It's like in the Middle East. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can tell from the topography and, right, right, and the right. architecture. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, the Atlanteans are shooting their lasers that melt everything. And... There's a lot of nonsense about the Doom Patrol and the Challengers doing things they can't actually do. Like, Negative Man gets split into a billion pieces of energy. It's energy. You can't split it into pieces. It's not not like a paper doll. (sighs) Right? Right. Um, Negative Man, in his human body, starts racing around at super speed, it looks like. Also not. He doesn't have super speed in his human form. He doesn't? No, as a, in his bandit trap form? Yeah. No. He's just a thing. He's just a normal person. Okay. Um, Red Ryan, one of the challengers, opens a miniature lab, which Prof has disguised as a cigarette case. Now, these are professional adventurers. Okay. Do they need to disguise their mini laboratories as cigarette cases? You know, think about who's reading this in, in right. 1966. It's kind of cool thing. It's it's a cool technology. Well, it's like a James Bond gadget, yeah. isn't it? It's fine. Only they're wearing red and yellow sleeveless jumpsuits. So BT Dubs. 
nice the need little, for secrecy. Nice little drawing right here. Nice drawing. Oh, the explosion? Yep. Yeah, that's nice. Good. Look out, here comes Volcano Man, a previously unseen member of the Challenger Haters. <laughs> of what? Who is this person? Volcano Man. <laughs> oh, God. He's one of the Challenger Haters. He hates the Challengers. He's a giant uh, being made of lava with a big belt. Yeah. Like... Remember the when thing. We, the thing also when Robbie Reed turned into that energy creature with a giant belt. You don't. I remember. don't. I'm sorry. Um, however, we have seen lots of characters wearing big, wide belts, we have. including Jimmy Olsen. There was that that one that you suspected needed it because he hurt his back. Oh, uh, who's that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, it's a thing. Um. They fight so, Volcano Man yep. to a standstill. Here comes Craw. Craw, the robot. Uh, who Robot Man takes on successfully with yeah, his magnetic, magnetic feet. Yeah. Clang, bang. Arg. Um, here comes Elastigirl at last to fight multi-woman. Of course. Because they're giant women. Multi-woman does not other. say anything at all. Nope. You know there's like a whole um, set of fetishes. Uh, there's a, the, rather, there's a fetish about men who want to be with women who get large and outgrow their shoes right. and their... Doesn't David Sedaris talk about That's that? That's what it was, yes. I was just Look at us with our literary references today. <laughs> Um, I'm James not sure. Joyce and David Sedaris. I'm not on sure if Multi Woman can talk because she's a robot who was created by Multi Man. Maybe oh, he made dear. her without the ability to talk. Well, I mean, perhaps her superpower is being large and having severe looks upon her face. She does have severe looks, doesn't she? Oh, you guys! What have you watched? The Staircase on Netflix. Oh, we have M G. Thank you, Mr. Crow. Mr. Crow. He's the one who told us about it. Is he? Yeah. Oh, thanks, Crow. Anyway, uh, she looks like that lady lawyer from the South. She does! Right? Good call! Thanks. Uh, anyway, Elastigirl saves the day and starts screaming at everyone. We should just say, put it in the plug there. If you haven't watched The Staircase, the staircase on Netflix, yep. watch it. Watch it immediately. Second episode, you'll just, you'll just be like, what? Much like I was when this giant whale with multi-man's face started eating Beast Boy in turtle form. Yeah. Why didn't Beast Boy just turn into another whale? I don't know. He could do anything he wants, right? But instead, this is where I came off the rails a little bit. Yeah. Beast Boy turns into a colony of barnacles. To that's not how that he can't weigh down the whale. He couldn't turn into like a giant squid or another whale. Because squids can kill whales. So can other whales. Well, yeah, sure. The point is... No, I'm just going to become really heavy. I'm just going to barnacle up this whale. But barnacles are not a single creature, are they? They're individual creatures. Uh, a barnacle is an individual creature. Yes. So he's becoming... Many, white. many individual creatures. Yes. I don't think he can do that. Beast Boy? Beast Boy. Well... I mean, I see the evidence in front of me that he's actually doing that. I don't think that's correct. No. Well. I think this whole comic went off the rails when Multiman became a school of fish. Well, what are we dealing with right now? We're dealing with... So, Multiman. We're dealing with Multiman and Beast Boy. We're dealing yep. with Challengers of the Unknown. Yep. And the Doom Patrol fighting the Challenger haters. Yep. 
And, oh wait, we still have the zombie army of Atlantis. Well, good news, because they're going back to Atlantis to die again. The whole army dies, and the king goes back to his queen's side, and uh, the whole city collapses. The end. I'm exhausted. Later, back at DP headquarters, again, if you're Googling DP, don't do it at work. Nope. (laughs) Uh, The ancient army, the minute the city died and collapsed, the ancient army back in Japorta turned to dust. Yeah. Anyway, I'd say we did a dandy job. You did? Listen, you crumb. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, thanks for saving, but it wasn't you. We hate you. Uh, These guys. I hate them. They're all fighting about who did the most to save the day. And then there's that Mento with his... What looks like a colander on top of the Yeah, side. it does. Doesn't it? Yes. Swing a colander with little um, radar thingies. Um, Chief and Beast Boy are off in the corner. You still want to join the Doom Patrol, Beast Boy? Not on your life, Big Daddy. Yeah. Beast Boy uses a lot of... Uh, hip jive. Hip jive. If you read the letters page in this issue, yes. you'll see oh, that the, a lot of Beast Boy has a lot of fans. Really? A lot of young ladies think he's keen. Oh, do you think these guys write this fan mail or did this actually does this really actually come in from people? Well, we could Google all these people that sign their names <coughs> and their hometowns, find out. Uh, maybe I'm crazy. But I just read my seven-year-old son's copy, and I enjoyed it more than any child could, pens Mrs. Jane Stewart of LaGrange, <laughs> Kentucky. I'm an old lady of 26. <laughs> oh, Jane. 26 with a seven-year-old. Ooh. Well, yeah, she was 19. 19. Another letter from Julie Bryant, who's a college student. Wait, wait, wait. Point to me, where are you reading Same letters, same... Session. Section. Um, There's also a little section here where readers can write in about what back issues they want. Yeah, with their mailing addresses. Is it like a trading post? What? That's interesting. Offered for sale? Well, we don't need to linger over these patrol postscripts, as it's titled. So, Dr. Husband. Yes. Now that you know what the Doom Patrol... Before Grant Morrison was. Yes. What do you think? Uh, I don't care for it very much. Okay, well, there's plenty more to come, so. Well, you know, at least we'll have something to think on the next time we come to one of these issues. And and we'll remember all the um, inconsistencies Mm -hmm. and the licenses that the artists and writers took in creating this episode. I believe, I don't want to get your hopes up. Yes. But I think that one of the checkerboarded issues is the marriage of Mento and Elastigirl. Well, I think I'd like that. Do I think you? I, I, I think I'd like that. I think I'd like that. I think too. I'd like that. All right. Well, that's all we have for this week. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Or I didn't tell you this. What? We're now available on Stitcher. What? Yep. You were applying for that before we moved. I know. And here we are, available on Stitcher. I'm still working on Spotify, but give me a chance. I just moved. Are we available? Well, we're, of course, we've always been available on the Apple. Sure, on iTunes. And iTunes. I'm uh, building our website, so you can go right to the website and see all the pictures. But we're also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, only I always forget to put things on Instagram. People have been asking about your cooking. 
Oh, well, in case you're new to Perhaps my media empire. Why they ha- why you haven't been cooking for a while. I have a YouTube channel, Dr. Bob's Kitchen, K-I-T-S-C-H-E-N, um, which is a cooking show wherein I cook disgusting recipes from the 50s and 60s and make Dr. Husband taste them without telling him what's in it. So, uh, and it goes back pretty far. Yes, years and years. There's a big backlog you can enjoy. And I um, recently had a crappy kitchen, so I kind of fell so, off the wagon a little bit. Yeah. But we're coming back strong. We have a we new have, beautiful kitchen, which is uh, good for filming. We have a preparation island. Where we we're, we're changing the lighting in there. have been invited to join this year's Piathlon, yes. which is a internet-wide pie cooking. Are we doing the cowboy cook-off? Uh, I missed that. Oh, okay. That's okay. Piathlon's great. And we'll be there. So stay tuned. I'll be sure to tell you when I've posted that. Okay. And uh, We are working hard to get uh, the kitchen put together quickly. Yes. Yes. So stay tuned. Rate and review. And we will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.